Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So welcome to our first shiur studying Igeret HaRamban. Igeret HaRamban is a letter written by the Ramban to his son. The Ramban is Rabbi Moshe ben Nachman, or known in English as Nachmanides, uh, one of the great, great Torah scholars. We'll discuss a little bit more of his biography and background uh, very, very shortly, Bezran Hashem. So it's a letter that he wrote to his son about uh, Musar, ethics, about personal development, guidance, discipline, a great amount of the letter is dedicated to the quality trait of anavav, humility, and but he touched on other other topics as well, such as kaas, anger, and uh, other types of personal development ideas that the Ramban uh, discusses in this letter. So I look forward to studying this letter together with you. So a few words of introduction before we really get into the letter uh, that Ramban writes. So. First of all, a sort of a caveat in all study of Musar, and this really applies to Sfarim like Misila Isharim as well, and uh, certainly applies to Igarat Haramban. And it's actually a certain uh, hesitation I have in the whole concept of making recordings of, of uh, learning Musar books. That certainly books of Musar, there's a great emphasis on the content of the book, the ideas, the lessons, the um, Sometimes it's, it's halachot that a person learns or areas of halacha that a person can focus more on, person character traits that a person can develop on. And certainly the Sifrei Musar, the books of Musar, give a person those ideas and concepts and contents. However, there's a second very, very important part to learning Musar as well. And in some ways it's even more important than the first part. Learning Musar really in its essence is a very introspective and can be even a very emotional experience that involves reading text slowly to oneself, repeating sections of the text text over and over to oneself till one absorbs the ideas, thinking intently about the words. All that cannot be done over a recording. It cannot be done through shiurim that a person gives. I can give over some of the content but I cannot give over the experience of learning Yigarit Ramban. And that's something that each individual has to do on their own. To go through the Yigarit Ramban, especially once a person understands what the words are saying, and to read it slowly, meaningfully, even with a little bit of a tune that reaches the neshama, reaches the soul of the person, and allowing those ideas to sink in, allowing those ideas to absorb, connecting to the soul through the study of Musar, that's real study of Musar really is. And that's how it really impacts a person. And maybe at some point in the future, we'll have shurim on that topic by itself. But in the meanwhile, it's very important to understand that there's two parts to studying Musar. There's the contents, there's application, which is sort of, we can include that in content as well. But there's also the incorporation into one's soul and bringing that into oneself and changing who we are, the, 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 a lot of the essential pieces of who we are through the study of Musar, changing one's ratzon, changing one's will through the study of Musar. It's very, very deep ideas that cannot be experienced through recordings and through listening. That requires experience. So maybe I can give over the experience a little bit in the recording, but for the most part, that experience must be experienced uh, by oneself and through the study of the text. And if there's any way I can help you with that, please feel free to contact me. I'd be happy to discuss that with you. Okay, so that's the first word of introduction I wanted to give to the studying of Iker Taramban. 
Number two, I want to tell you about some texts that I um, have been using in my personal study of Igarat Ramban, which really began very recently. My in-depth study has become, become really, uh, started really recently now with the, in preparation for uh, studying this uh, text with you. I wouldn't even call it a book. It's not really a book. It's, it's a text. It's, it's a, it really could be you know, printed on one page or two pages at most. But um, two texts that I found to be very fascinating, very, very useful. One is a book uh, published by Art Scroll called um, Igeres HaRamban. I think it's called The Letter for the Ages, which has been, uh, the edition is written by Rabbi Avraham Chaim Foyer. It's available, you can buy it from many different places, including Art Scroll themselves, where he has a very, very in-depth application and description and discussion of much of this Igeret HaRamban, and many of the ideas that I will be sharing with you will come be coming from Rabbi Foyer's book. It's available in English. And number two is a very, very interesting pamphlet that I found online. I believe it's out of print, uh, but you can I have the PDF. I'd be happy to share it with you or try to show you where you can find it online. It's by an organization called Pirchei Shoshanim, and they put out actually a pictorial series of um, a couple of texts, I'm not sure exactly which ones, but definitely they put out a pictorial clearly directed towards children, where there are beautiful illustrations that show the ideas of the Igarat HaRamban with a short text underneath each illustration sharing a small insight into the words that the Ramban is using. And I actually found, I, I started looking through some of them today and I found them to be very, very interesting and very, very insightful. And um, I plan on uh, using, uh, using that text as well. And I'd be happy to share that text with you if you are interested. Okay, so let's discuss a little bit about who the Ramban was uh, for a couple of minutes. And then uh, hopefully in the next shiur, we'll actually begin uh, the, the Igeret, the letter that he wrote to his son. So the Ramban was born in 1195 in Spain. He was uh, probably the greatest uh, rabbi in Spain at his time. He lived, uh, he was born about approximately 10 years before Rambam died. So he didn't really overlap so much, even though he has some writings based on things that the, that the Rambam wrote. But he was, in his era, he was the greatest, probably the greatest rabbi of his time living in Spain. And his ideas were uh, very much, um, he, he influenced many others, and many other great rabbis in Spain were his students that came from his teachings and his ideas. There's a, a great rabbi by the name of Rivash. So here in Rabbi Foyer's uh, book, he has a, uh, a quote from the Rivash describing the Ramban. So he says, All his words are like sparks of fire, and entire communities of Castile rely upon his halachic rulings as if given directly from the Almighty to Moses. So this just gives us a sense of what Rivash, living um, probably about 100 years after Ramban lived, um, maybe 50 years after Ramban lived, so he's writing about the great influence Ramban has in his time. So it gives us a sense of how important Ramban was, how great a person he was. In 1263, Ramban was ordered by King James of Aragon to have a religious dispute with a Jewish apostate, somebody who was Jewish but was no longer Jewish, by the name of Pablo Cristiani. And this was in Barcelona. And although Ramban was very successful in defending the Jewish religion, which um, obviously you can imagine the church was not so happy with. And he later published a book 
uh, called uh, Sefer HaVikuach. It's an essay where he basically writes out this debate he had with Pablo Cristiani. And unfortunately, these events led to his expulsion from Spain, this, this debate, and eventually his writing the Sefer HaVikuach. And eventually, at the age 72, he ends up in Eretz Yisrael. In 1267, he ends up in Eretz Yisrael. He arrives in the port of Akko. And according to tradition, according to one tradition, this is when he writes the Garrett Ramban. He arrives in the port of Akko in 1267. He writes this letter to his son, who's still living back in Catalonia in Spain. It's the area where Barcelona is. So he's living back in Catalonia. And he writes this letter of ethics, of Musar, of direction to his son, who's living in Spain. Ramban continues to live in Eretz Yisrael, where he dies in the year 1270. So this just gives us a little bit of a sense of who Ramban was, and a little bit of an introduction to this uh, fascinating letter that he writes to his son, uh, give, guiding him sort of like a guide to life, so to speak, but obviously in very brief, and going through certain character traits um, that he should work on, he should develop, and the important values for his life. So I'm looking forward very much to uh, learning together, to studying this text. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Call to.